0: The Blaze Radio Network.
1: On Demand. Glenn
0: Beck. As the baby inside of her grows more and more every day, Sawatu Salama Ra frets about where she's going to be when her water breaks. She's seven months pregnant. She's 26 years old, and she's serving a two-year prison sentence for felonious assault and felony firearm conviction at Huron Valley Correctional Facility. Now, this is the only congressional facility in Michigan that houses women, and it's full of all kinds of problems and overcrowding, et cetera, et cetera. Of course, the courts have largely ignored the time sensitivity, you know, gravity of Raw's situation. A judge has already denied a request to, propose, uh, to postpone her sentence until she gets, gives birth. Her lawyers contend that she has faced mistreatment. During doctor's visits, uh, guards shackle her to the bedpost, a practice that is illegal in Michigan. But the case itself is so full of blind spots and complexities that it's difficult to tell who's who. The specifics still remain hazy. The facts are spare. Here's what we know Rob brandished a gun at a neighbor. And this is a neighbor that they had an ongoing feud. Now, she brandished the gun after the neighbor took her car and rammed her car into Ra's car with her young child in the car. She got out and said, what are you doing? She rammed it in Ra's driveway. She said, my daughter is in there. She feared for her life and the life of her daughter. So she reaches into her purse. She has a concealed handgun carry license. The gun was not loaded, but it was legally purchased. Now, Michigan is a stand-your-ground state, which means if somebody is on your property and they are threatening you, you have a right to pull the gun and stand your ground. You don't have to run. If you have a gun, you can defend yourself. The problem is is that afterwards her neighbor filed a report raw was second online so in other words if you do something i guess in michigan and you're the first to call the police and say hey this is going on it doesn't matter what really happened the law looks at you as the victim whoever called first does that sound crazy now, much of the mainstream media has attacked mainstream pro-gun groups, include, including the National Rifle Association, for being, in their words, dispiritingly quiet about the incident, though the stand-your-ground law in place in Michigan passed in 2006, and it was made possible by a group working in close contact with the NRA. So it's kind of like blaming uh, the fire department for putting out a fire. Is that, is that Right. Part of what's made this case so difficult to dissect is that Ra herself by no means fits in any hard and fast category. Who is she? Who's her group protecting her? Because she's black. She's Muslim. She's an environmental activist. She's a mother keeping her baby. She's a gun owner. Even though the gun wasn't even loaded.
1: It's Monday, May 7th. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: What do you make of this story, Stu? Something's not right. It's incredible. I mean, you know,
2: of course, the media is just trying to make it about what pro-gun groups are saying about it, which is, uh, you know, 50th on the interesting uh, list of uh, topics
0: on this. I want to know, wait a minute, wait a minute. What really happened between these two? And yeah. does stand your ground mean anything? What's up with the whole first one on the phone is the victim? That doesn't make sense. No. And
2: if you, her kid was playing inside the car, two years old, two, and the neighbor intentionally rammed their car into her car,
0: I absolutely would have reacted a very similar way. If I had, if I yeah. had a handgun, I would pull it as well. Yeah. If it, it's, I would say back off.
2: I mean, you're putting your kid's life in danger. Yes. That's exactly why stand your G- ground. It's why yes. uh, uh, our natural right to defend ourselves exists. That's Especially, like, it's not her; it's her child. Yeah, that's what it's I her mean. Two-year-old it, yeah. child. I think of like every every nature film you've ever seen, right? Where yes. that you know some predator Here comes.
0: Mom, don't mess with don't the mom. mess
2: with mom. Stay away. That's right. That's what that's what that is. And so she exercises her constitutionally guaranteed rights. Uh, and she doesn't even use the gun. Just, this is a, it's not loaded. Yet another example of a use of a weapon that is not typically reported. These things happen all, all the, the time. time in the United States, where a uh, where the gun isn't fired, but it pre- it prevents uh, uh, an escalation of an incident. And here she gets punished for it. Uh, so I mean, I don't know that a the black Muslim woman, yeah. And this is interesting because a the media comes out and says, "Oh, the NRA isn't talking about it." Number one, I bet you the NRA will be talking about it because I, I, you know, they they do. That's this is what they really do, the NRA. And I think when maybe they're not aware of this particular case, or it's it's only coming into the I think national media recently. Um, so, uh, you know, and De- Detroit's done a lot of good local reporting about it, but it has not really spread nationally. And I bet when the, uh, the I bet the NRA will pick this up. But it's interesting to see that the the media is out there going after the NRA and saying, oh, why aren't they talking about it? Well, why aren't you talking about all the others when it's not a black Muslim environmental activist where the same thing happens? You
0: never talk about any of those well, stories. But They're not talking about this. They're not really talking about this. No, they're only they're talking, only about, talking yeah. about it to get the NRA. Right. They're not they're not helping her. No, it's it, crazy. It's, yeah, it's just a way to make the, the other groups. They don't oh, like man. look bad. Can we? I mean, don't don't you long for don't you long for somebody who's just like, hey, let's just do the right thing. What do you say? We just do the right thing. And they're not trying to win on some other point. Just let's do the right thing. Listen to this. Thursday, Eric Swalwell of California, of course, he's a Democratic congressman. He penned an op-ed for USA Today, ban assault weapons, buy them back, go after the registers, uh, says the ex-prosecutor in Congress. In the piece, he argues that federal assault weapons, that the federal assault weapon ban should be reinstated. Now, let's just stop there why eric why well we've got to do something well okay let's do something that works because every study every single study that has come out on the federal and this is this is not the nra this is the united states government the studies that they did after we had implemented the the assault weapon ban It showed that it actually did nothing. Yeah, uh, and this
2: is from one of the studies. This is in 2004 after the assault weapon ban expired. We cannot clearly credit the ban with any of the nation's recent drop in gun violence. Indeed, there has been no discernible reduction in the lethality and injuriousness of uh, gun violence based on uh, indicators like the percentage of gun crimes resulting in death or the share of gunfire incidents resulting uh, in injury. And we might have expected to have the ban reduced crimes with both uh, assault weapons. And so this is this is like a lot. This is a I mean, you can go into it. We've done gone through the study multiple times. But the point is, they found nothing,
0: nothing, nothing, nothing. Okay. so he says that it should be reinstated, which means nothing, nothing. He then says that the United States should institute a mandatory buyback of semi-automatic rifles. He goes further, stating that if Americans are unwilling to hand over their semi-automatic rifles to the government, they should be sought out and prosecuted. Now, this is the craziest thing ever. You're not going to take people's guns in America. You're just not going to do it. You want a civil war, Eric? That's the way to do it. You're not going to take people's guns by the way they're semi-automatic rifles well why don't you just take all semi-automatic uh weapons take them all why stop at rifles why not just take them all that's probably what he wants right? it's exactly what he wants yeah. and i'll i'll show you in a minute um he um he said that uh, we should ban the possession of modern sporting rifles otherwise known as ar-15s those were modern sporting rifles those were sporting rifles before the government reached out and said hey can we use your patent to make these for for uh, war rifles sure they are modern sporting rifles and that's what we need to start calling uh automatic assault or semi-automatic assault rifles no they're modern sporting rifles anyway Uh, He said the ban would uh, would uh, take place on any semi-automatic weapon. We should buy back the weapons from all those who choose to abide by the law and criminally prosecute those who defy it by keeping their weapons. The ban would not apply to law enforcement agencies or shooting clubs. Hmm. Shooting clubs. He says that Australia's buyback was a success. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was absolutely not a success. We've gone over that a hundred times, too. Yes. If you look in England, it wasn't a success. They're now banning knives. It's a human problem, not a weapon problem. Now, he said it's going to cost a great deal of money to do the same thing in the United States, but it would be worth it. <laughs> you know, I I would really like to know. I would really like to know how much it would cost to buy back all the weapons. How much? It would be uh,
2: pricey. It would be pricey. I think think the Australian gun uh, gun buyback program um, bought back between 20 and 35% of the guns in the country. So we have 330 million guns. So, you know, you're talking 60 to 100 million weapons. You're just kind of purchasing... People now, if you're giving fair value for it, you're going to be talking about a very expensive program. By the way, there's no way you get the United States to turn in 35% of their weapons, uh,
0: without without god only knows what. It's not going to be pretty. No, it's not going to be pretty. Uh, By the way, um, you know, if you just take all of the, uh, the modern sporting rifles off of the market, uh, you kind of leave a few things like you know, in August of 2012 man using a Springfield Armory handgun killed 6 people in Wisconsin April a uh, man using a 45 caliber handgun killed 7 people in Oakland California uh, in 2009 man using a Herstal 5.7 pistol killed 13 people uh, April by the way that was Fort Hood um, uh, 2009 man using a Beretta 92FS 9mm Uh, killed 13 people Uh, 2007 a walther p22 pistol and a nine millimeter glock killed 32 people at virginia tech um let's see 1991 man using a glock 17 and a ruger uh, p89 killed 23 people injured another 27 that was at the lubies cafeteria he Mm. didn't have a rifle uh, 86, 45, two forty-five caliber pistols, and a 22 caliber pistol killed 14 people, injured six more at a post office in Oklahoma. Gee, it seems like it's not just rifles. And now that they've taken the handguns and the rifles from people in England, it seems like it's not just guns. By the way, when we come back, just want to read the transcript of another Democrat that responded to this on CNN. Wait until you hear the response. Okay, I told you, that I told you on Friday, that the next time we spoke, I wouldn't be able to say, now Mother's Day is not this Sunday, it's next Sunday. So now the countdown to panic begins. You have six days left to get mom something great, a beautiful bouquet from uh, 1-800-Flowers.com. Now, you can get out of the jam. You can do it today. Take it off your list of things to do. 1-800-Flowers.com offering an amazing deal today only if you order a dozen sorbet roses today only 1-800-Flowers.com is going to give you an extra half dozen for free and a glass vase starting at $29.99 $29.99 that is 18 roses limited time offer ends tonight tonight. So order right now. The Sorbet Rose Bouquet from 1-800-Flowers.com offers the impressive mix of pastel shades and pink and orange and lavender. They're perfect to surprise mom for Mother's Day. Just get this done. 1-800-Flowers.com. 1-800-Flowers.com. Make sure you click on the radio icon at the uh, top of the homepage and uh, enter the promo code BECK. That's the way you're going to see this special 18 roses now. Do it. Click on the radio icon. Enter the promo code back at 1 800flowers.com. Promo code back offer ends today.
2: Glenn Beck Mercury.
0: Hey, everybody land back everybody you gotta pay attention stormy <laughs> daniels was on saturday night live uh-oh <laughs> we're gonna play some of the crazy outtakes from that coming up in a minute <laughs> good morning <laughs> uh it was awful wasn't it oh wait, wait, no no wait. It was unbelievable. <laughs> what are you
2: talking about what an amazing moment with stormy daniels going on saturday night live
0: hey god hey god we gotta get to traffic and weather before <laughs> we get to alarm <laughs> uh let me just. This is so depressing. It really is, isn't it? Because uh, that's where you, that's really what we're turning into again. We're turning into a country that is that all news is the morning zoo. It, yeah, all news. All news. Morning Zoo. Well, that's fake news. Wah,
2: wah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Traffic
0: and weather coming up. the on. Stormy <laughs> down. Did you see
2: what she said? The storm Whoa, is coming. St- oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
0: oh, oh. Okay, so let me let me just finish up on the um, so we told you about the the uh, Democratic Congressman That wants to make all assault weapons illegal, Mm. just just all assault weapons, because most weapons are massage vehicles. (laughs) Yes, they are. And he wants to prosecute those who won't hand theirs over. That's going to be mighty popular. Mm -hmm. So then we have an interview on Friday on CNN, and it's Ted Deutsch. He's from Florida. He's a Democrat. And uh, he was asked, well, you know, what do you what do you what do you think of that? He says, well, listen, uh, you know, there are gun buyback programs that exist in some communities. And if people turn in their guns, I mean, certainly law enforcement is working with them to do that. I just think we ought to do. And, And, you know, the NRA always refuses the interruption. But wait, wait, wait. He's going a step further when he says that people should be held criminally responsible if they don't turn over their weapons. All right. Stu, how do you answer that? (laughs)
2: well it's not a question i know but
0: but you immediately come out and say well yeah i know i'm not for that right okay Mm -hmm. well i think it's important (laughs) did you see stormy daniels over the weekend (laughs) i think what's important is to stop the production of these weapons of war that don't belong on our streets (laughs) oh that's gonna happen just remember this now this is where the you're gonna love this Mm. just remember this it was just about 90 years ago on valentine's day the massacre in chicago (laughs) the valentine's (laughs) day massacre you're going to the valentine's day massacre Mm. and uh people said we can't have all these machine guns on the streets and no one questioned that decision uh,
2: many people have questioned that decision, by the way. Uh, this is breaking news to some, but many people. There's been Supreme Court challenges. It has been questioned many times. No one's complained about that law. No, that's not,
0: uh, not, true. not true. So let's treat these assault weapons the same way we treat machine guns. Uh... That ought to be something that everybody can get behind. No more manufacturing of these guns. Let's get them out of our communities. <laughs> okay, so, so. So she's. The uh, interviewer says. Uh, Let me change topics. The to Stormy <laughs> Daniels on Saturday Night Live exactly right. does not follow up, going, You didn't answer the question. <laughs> no. You didn't answer the question. That was a really nice Valentine's <laughs> gift that you gave us. Right. Here in May, but uh, you didn't answer the question. And the reason why is because. That is where they want to go.
2: Yes, they want to take as much as they can get right now with the long-term goal of taking all of them. That is that that is the entire theory here. It's called um you make little bits of progress towards a long-term goal without going for it all at once. What would you call that? Progress Pro- progressivism. Progressivism. <laughs> Pro- progressivism. Some, something like, something that. like that. Something is what you like do. that. Something
0: mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, it sounds nice. Especially for something so incredibly evil. <laughs> but the stormy Daniels coming up! The storm is coming next! <laughs> Glenn Beck,
2: Mercury. Glenn Beck and his wife Tanya had problems selling their home a few years ago, and they started realestateagentsidetrust.com because they personally were frustrated in the process. Uh, A lot of people have bad experiences because you hire a family member or a friend that is forced on you as your real estate agent, and that's just not the right way to go. You're just too nice to say no. This usually ends very badly for all involved. A home is just too big of a deal. It's your biggest investment, and you need to have rock-solid advice because if you screw up buying or selling a home, you can have horrible financial impacts that can last for many years. Realestateagentsitrust.com is a network of over 1,200 agents all over America that are rigorously qualified by Glenn's team. Their experience, their marketing plans, their character, and the results they get for their clients are the barometers that the team uses to ensure the network is made up of only the best agents in America. They're doing the work for you. If you need to sell a house fast and for the most money, go to realestateagentsitrust.com. It's realestateagentsitrust.com.
3: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Hey, good morning. You're one part of the Morning Flake <laughs> Breakfast Club. And uh, we're just sitting here talking about that crazy, stormy Daniels appearance on Saturday, do Saturday you, Night Live. How did they do it? How did they get a porn
2: star to go on national television? No porn stars would ever accept a role like that. I don't,
0: I don't know how, but did you see how did you see how fine of an actress she was? She
2: certainly <laughs> was. I tell you, you know, uh, that was just a hilarious point. The part that <laughs> she said the thing that you were supposed to laugh at but wasn't funny was incredible.
4: <laughs> it
0: was nutty. It was nutty when she said, there's a storm coming. Here's what a lot of people aren't getting about that glenn uh, wait, 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 when you go in there and you
2: look at what she said it's part of her name storm i don't, I don't storm it's
0: you... stormy do you see it now oh my goodness what I, what I... <laughs> oh my goodness those, those are the kind of double entendre kind of uh writers that saturday night live has <laughs> and sometimes they're just way over the people's heads. yeah when you really put it side by
2: side you start to notice it yeah you yeah, know storm and stormy yeah they're very similar good boy yeah incredible performance <laughs> and wow you know what that one sure got under the president's skin i tell you that ah. <laughs> they really got him that time boy,
0: i tell you uh now to see it covered though on uh, television as some stroke of art and genius <laughs> It just shows that the media—they really are above us. They know things that we don't know, right? Because I would say, "What a hacky bit!" You know what I mean? I would think to myself, "What a piece of crap!" I would think to myself, if I were a writer, uh, I'd probably throw myself out of a window <laughs> if that's what I—if that was where I, what level I had
2: achieved—that would have been my initial impression. But that, after seeing it, I've been mean, wow, and that turned me around. Storm, storm me. I, I, <laughs> no, guys, Stormy's her name. It's not actually her name. Her name is Stephanie. But for some reason, the media continually calls her Stormy. <laughs> Stormy.
0: I don't know why. Uh, it's a very strange you know, choice for cr- journalism, you know but they keep know, doing it. You know what's crazy is the way that they uh, made people like Juanita Broderick feel like porn stars. Oh, yes. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> and you know, yet they're making Stormy Daniels feel like an actual human being. Oh, oh you're talking.
2: We're talking about I'm even I'm one of the most incredible people in the world, uh, almost a truth fighter. Now, this is a person, <laughs> of course, who took a hundred and thirty thousand dollars before the election to not tell us this information. Uh, she was actually awarded a six-figure deal. Hey God, to just shut, shut up and not Hold give on. the American people the information they may have wanted to cast a vote. Hold but on. now she's a hero. Hold
0: on, just a second. We need the obligatory uh, duck quack. We need the obligatory <laughs> duck quack. Where's where the hell's the duck quack? The, uh, we've killed the oh duck. boy. The <laughs> duck is <laughs> dead. The duck is dead. There's a storm coming. And the first to know it are the ducks. All right. So. I think
2: that I will say this as an artist, <laughs> yeah. as an artist myself, and you can tell that I am. Yeah i would just a little advice to lord michaels what if you put the duck quack after
0: she said storm because then people would know that was the joke (laughs) that's why we use it Uh, let's try it out let's try that i'm gonna try it without the duck quack first (laughs) okay all right mr president there's a storm coming see that just sounds like she's talking about the weather she's she's predicting the weather all right i'll try this way mr president there's a storm coming.
1: Wah, wah. Oh, It works. It works. <laughs> that in,
0: way. Oh my goodness, that is some good comedy eaten there. Sports coming up. Holy cow. Seriously. Seriously. There is no there's no I mean, are they even trying? It's unreal.
2: Uh, you know. And and this is the big story today. We're hearing people talking about Stormy Daniels. Again, if you are a porn star and you're someone like Stormy Daniels who's attempted to cross over into mainstream media. <laughs> there is no... Well... There's no get here. Getting a porn star to go on NBC is not something that's amazing no, or difficult. It's not hard. That they, all of them want to go no. on NBC. That's... They're... No. They're having sex on camera with the eventual goal to be on like Bravo
0: Nine. <laughs> like, <yeah>. Good morning. <laughs> All right, let me let me uh, let me take you someplace that uh, that I think is very interesting. Uh, more than two hundred George Washington University students have signed a petition. Have you heard this? Have you heard this one yet? I haven't have heard this. Have you read this one uh, in uh, the paper? I haven't heard this. Uh, they've signed a petition to eliminate the school's mascot and nickname. Because they find the colonials extremely offensive. Wah, wah. No, no, <laughs> no this, is not a a joke a, this is not a joke. Here. <laughs> this is actually real. Right. Okay. <laughs> so they say that colonials' uh, connection to colonization <laughs> is systematic <laughs> oppression. So what they want. Okay, now hang on. See, I don't know if you've seen the colonials. Okay, but yeah. this is a giant, like muppet george washington i don't know what that's right. like a big felt george washington mascot guy yes very it's
2: it's not a dir- it doesn't show a lot of direct oppression no. in the mascot
0: no well he does he look fears he does look white too. he does look he's more yellow he is okay. He's more yellow <laughs> All right. uh okay so anyway so what they have uh what they've done is they're not just coming with a problem they're not just saying, "Hey, let's get rid of the colonials." Okay. They know. Don't come into somebody's office with just a problem, come in with the solution. So, instead, they would like to make it the George Washington University Hippos. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's, not, that's not a, a joke. joke. No, it's, it's not a joke. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they want it to be the Hippos. Now, I don't know where George Washington, you know, where that the hippos interacted. <laughs> I, don't I think either. that's I think that's animal appropriation because we don't have any hippos here in the United States. It's, it's true, largely it a couple well, of Well, except for the zoos, yeah, yeah. but those are I mean, those are atrocities. Right. They're prisons. Those, those, for are, prison, those are animal prisons. Animal prisons. <laughs> so you wouldn't want to put hippos. I mean why hippos? I don't do we know. know. No no. No do you, do you need an answer? Probably because it makes no sense. Probably because it has absolutely we are living in a time where the more things don't make sense the more right they
2: are. <laughs> that is it's like what we're doing. Like for example the uh, alternative nickname recommendations Hippos, mm-hmm. river horses. Mm-hmm. Now, river horses. I mean, you kind of at least see a tie there. Okay.
0: How about the revolutionaries? But the
2: Revolutionaries is a great one because the only reason that's acceptable is because they like left wing revolutions. Yes. Now you can. I, I think you can make an argument that revolutionaries, right, could be controversial in that there have been a lot of revolutions that have ended in very bad things, and a lot of bad things have happened in revolutions. You're talking about not the American Revolution, but right. other revolutions. There have sure. been lots of bad ones. Right. Uh, but they're
0: okay with that. And they're also okay with river horses, which, okay, I don't know if you know this, There, there is no, like, okay, starfish, uh, I mean, uh, 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 seahorses, those are fish. Those are not, those aren't actual crosses between, you know, a starfish or a fish and a horse. That's a totally different animal. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So river horses... <laughs> They're not like living in the river. They're only being driven across the river by guys on top of them, usually with like a whip or something going, keep going, keep going. Yeah. They're not river horses are not they're not natural. You know, they'll cross if they have to. But generally speaking, I don't think so unless they absolutely have to. Like, Um, I don't see like, hmm. you know, groups of horses taking a family vacation across the Mississippi. Wah, wah. No, it's not. No, <laughs> no it's no. It's. <laughs> By the way, I used to
2: live uh, about uh, ten minutes away mm-hmm. from where uh, from where Washington crossed the Delaware. Yeah, um, I was right on that river. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a there's multiple bridges. The guy just obviously went across the top. No, I don't think there no, were, no, though, the see. The, he just went right across the bridge. Yeah, Everyone's no, like, it. "Oh, look at this! Oh, What a tough way to cross the bridge! I did it a hundred times in a car. It was not <laughs> difficult."
0: <laughs> I don't think those were there at that time, but. Uh. So the quack would be good there. So did he, did he, uh, thank Thank you. (laughs) I don't know. I have to look in the old pictures. Were there any hippos? Was he, was he actually (laughs) on the back of a hippo? When he crossed the hippos. And by the way, this cultural appropriation bullcrap. I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. And you don't want to play that. Okay. No one from any country can ever be seen wearing a pair of levi's or jeans because those were american that's an american heritage we were the people that came up with the dungarees we're the people that came up with jeans those are distinctly american so don't take and appropriate my culture don't do don't you do it i don't want to see anyone ever unless you're from here, I don't want you wearing a pair of jeans i I will be so offended, and my family will be so deeply hurt.
2: That's true I mean obviously the food one is really obvious too i mean can can an American walk into a Mexican restaurant? Can a Mexican walk into an american restaurant
0: i mean uh, these are of course they can can a non Scottish person walk into a Mcdonald's right <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs>
2: That was, that was good. That was good. That was, a good one. <laughs> that was actually work, Sarah. Uh, Thank you for that. On the news and why it matters, uh, Doc Thompson's been bringing up my favorite point on this so far, which is, you know, like there are a lot of things we deal with. These cr- kind of crazy leftist claims, you know, things like, mm-hmm. you know, like, for example, racism is something that is real, a real problem. <laughs> Right? Well, not the way
0: it is being sh- and, shown anymore. Right, and I mean, that, and that's our complaint about
4: it, yes, right? It is
2: a yes. real thing. Racism is very very real. And However, bad. it's applied yeah. ridiculously at times. Yes. And that's what we complain about. Correct. Cultural appropriation is not even real. It's not even a thing. What do you mean? There's no there's no such thing as cultural appropriation. The, the uh uh was it the ACLU That was tweeting this weekend. I can't remember who it was. It was one of these groups, uh, one of the left wing groups that we talk about often, tweeting about how Cinco de Mayo is wrong. And and I guess we shouldn't, we shouldn't, all these companies, by the way, a lot of Mexican owned companies because they're using their culture, right? They're bringing the best of their culture here. And we're saying, hey, Cinco de Mayo sounds really fun. Let's have a bunch of drinks and eat a bunch of chips and queso. It's going to be a great day. Uh,
0: That is now cultural appropriation. Did you read my paper on this? Because I wrote an op-ed on this oh yeah yeah you didn't read it i didn't read let it. let me uh, just said uh shut up <laughs> no that's all, that's all it said. i didn't have time to be yeah. fair i didn't have time to get yeah. through the whole thing yeah
2: i did see the headline which yeah. was what shut up okay okay because that's great yeah that is actually the response to that mm-hmm. because you know it's tough because again like things like racism sexism is is a absolutely real thing applied at times ridiculously this is not even a real thing so every time it's applied it's always ridiculous it's always ridiculous. You can certainly do things that are offensive to other cultures, but just doing something that you enjoy, complimenting. You know, when I walk into a Chinese restaurant, I'm not appropriating Chinese culture. I'm celebrating it. I obviously like their culture enough to spend my so, money so the girl with their was, businesses.
0: The girl that was, uh, you know, this teenager that went to her prom and she was wearing an uh, an Asian-style dress. Yeah. Okay. In China... It is cultural appropriation is seen as a sign of uh, of honor. Taking that and wearing that is an honorable thing to them. Mm-hmm. OK, you honor their culture by that. OK, great. So what? wait? So then I shouldn't because I'm offending. No, I'd be offending by not wearing it. I don't even know
2: anymore. Right. But and if you adopted that view you would then be appropriating their cultural view right. of not being offended by a cultural appropriation.
0: You're correct. So I, just, I don't even know where to go on this. But can't you just like something? By the way, you want to look, look for cultural appropriation. Just, just do a scan of uh, Native Americans from the 1800s to the 1900s. You will see them uh, appropriating our culture. Mm-hmm. They would take our textiles. They would take our shirts, our pants, our jackets. Now, yes, some were forced to. Some were not. It was a very big deal to as a chief to have something from the Western culture.
2: Yeah. Oh, you know, it's, it's a good point. And think about how it feels when it happens to you. Like, think about uh, a, an immigrant from Nigeria who comes over here and opens a small business and you walk into that small business and you see him celebrating American culture doesn't that make you feel great I love that when I see someone from a different culture who comes here and embraces ours and appropriates our culture that's a celebration
0: yeah, is this coming from a guy who doesn't understand why hippos should be the mascot of <laughs> <at> George <laughs> Washington University? I mean, it's holy true, cow. I don't understand that. Yeah. All right, you selling your house? You need a great real estate agent. You need somebody who's going to sell your house uh, for the most amount of money uh, and on time, as fast as you possibly can, but still get the ma- uh, the amount of money your house is worth. There's a thousand agents all over America who are just like you. Their word is their bond. They're fans of the show. They share your sensibilities. They're fully vetted and handpicked for their knowledge, their skill, and their track record. And thousands of families all across the country have already put realestateagentsitrust.com to the test. If you, if you want results, if you want your house sold on time and for the most amount of money, Somebody will contact you immediately. All you have to do is go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Tell them where you are. Tell them who you are. Somebody's going to reach out right away and you talk to that agent because that agent knows your area, knows how to sell your home on time and for the most amount of money. So do it now. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com.
2: Glenn Beck
4: Mercury.
0: We don't much time. Glenn this back. Yeah, this is important. We have to cl- clarify here. Uh, hippos. Uh, hippos in ancient Greece translates to river horses, which, of course, we knew. Obviously, we should point that out. But I am not appropriating the Greek culture or language. Exactly.
2: That was our I'm big not Greek. issue there. Greek? So the people that pointed that out online. Sure. A lot of people would say, yeah, they were
0: right. And we didn't know what we were talking about. But they are the ones now that are appropriating no, s- the Greek culture. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hippos, hippos, no one, not even those in Greece, <laughs> think of those as river, river horses. horses.
2: <laughs> Glenn, back, Mercury.
1: Love. Courage. Truth. Glenn Beck.
0: How do you know when there is a hate group lurking in America that is targeting somebody? Well, you go to the Southern Poverty Law Center, of course. The Southern Poverty Law Center is the all-seeing eye that scans the land for hate and finds it in people like, well, David Barton. When they find hate or their definition of it, they add that group or that person to their hate list so we can all avoid those groups and we can all feel much safer. (laughs) David Martin is actually on the hate group list from the Southern Poverty Law Center. Now, the latest target from the uh, SPLC is Alliance Defending Freedom. Now, this is a Christian nonprofit group that defends religious freedom uh, in court. The ADF has played a role now in 52 victories at the Supreme Court over the years, so the left needs to take them out. Cue the Southern Poverty Law Center. The Alliance Defending Freedom was recently banned from the Amazon Smile program. Now, that Smile program is the one where customers can elect to give a small cut of their Amazon purchase to a nonprofit organization of their choice. But Amazon doesn't want to be involved with hate groups. So they kicked the ADF out of the program because the Southern Poverty Law Center determined which groups qualify. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Who's defining hate here? Now, the reason that they qualify as a hate group is because the ADF is currently before the Supreme Court representing the cake shop owner who refused to make a gay wedding cake. Well, I mean, the cake wasn't gay. You you understand the story. So now, how did the Southern Poverty Law Center get to be the chief hate enforcer? Well, wouldn't you like to know? They're actually self-anointed. They claim their moral capital from the fact that they were founded in 1971 by a white guy in Alabama to fight racial injustice. Now, never mind that the KKK was virtually non-existent at that point. Racism and hatred still was. But it turns out sounding the alarm about the threat of Klansmen is a very lucrative business. So that became the uh, the, um, SPLC's formula. They shine a spotlight on hate groups, and they see the cash flood in for their legal takedown of those groups. They've been doing it ever since. They spend more money on fundraising than actual legal work. Because you don't build a half a billion dollar endowment. By limiting your hate group list to quacks like the KKK and the quacks of the Nazis. It's any business. You have to expand. So why Amazon is taking advice from the SPLC is essentially the the, the Southern Poverty Law Center is essentially a pack for the Democratic Party. Why they're taking it from them, the advice, well... You'll have to do the math. But it's a safe bet that Amazon's leadership finds a lot more in common with the uh, SPLC than the Alliance Defending Freedom. That's why Planned Parenthood is still part of the, strangely, Amazon Smiles program. Because nothing makes people smile more than abortion. When common sense leaves the building... It leaves nothing in its trail except absurdity.
1: It's Monday, May 7th. This is the Glenn Beck Program. And we
0: are living in an absolutely absurd world where, I mean, are we paying attention? Hey, did you see there's a storm coming? Stormy Daniels on Saturday Night Live. Wah, wah. Instead of talking about the things that really matter, and the things that we can do something about, we told you a few. Um, we told you a few weeks ago about the Lautenberg Christians in Austria. Now, the Lautenberg Christians; these are Christians that came out of Iran, and uh, they risked their lives in Iran. They were Christians that stood up. They knew the government didn't want them there. There was an opportunity to get out because the United States said, if you if you hit these standards, you can come out. So they did what all Christians do when they come out of Iran. They go to another country, this time it was Austria, where they um, are doing all the final vetting, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and then they go to the United States. But once you leave Iran, you're not going back to Iran, especially because you've just announced that you are a you know, an enemy of the state to Iran. Well, the last group has been stopped in Austria and there it's, we think they may be sent back to Iran, which would be a death sentence. And nobody is talking about these people. The Nazarene fund meets the Lottenberg Christians in Austria. Michael Powell, director of the strategic communications, the uh, the, uh, white mountain research And uh, Zeno Gamble, he is the chief operating officer of White Mountain, uh, partners with the Nazarene Fund and Mercury One. Welcome, Michael. Welcome, Zeno. Thank you.
4: Hi, Glenn. Thanks for having us. So,
0: Zeno, explain what what the current state of these Christians are.
4: Well, they're disorganized. They're living in different apartments all over Vienna. Uh, They've used up all the funds because they sold all their assets before they left Iran in the hopes that they could... uh, Stop in Austria, get their visas, and join their family members that are in the United States.
0: Okay, has this ever happened before to people on the Lattenberg uh, list? So, so the program's Northern.
3: been going on for uh, almost thirty years. Right, uh, it's, it, it was a program started by the U.S. government to bring over Iranians post uh, Shah, and uh, it's been a very smooth process. This was the first time they've had they've been held up in mass. And do we know why? We don't know why. There is a lot of finger pointing. Uh, we do have, uh, their, uh, letters from the Department of Homeland Security saying you can't come in, but
0: no explanation was given to the, the individuals or as a group. And so we have, but we do have also their letter saying you can come in. Yes. Right. We have the invitation basically from the United States saying, uh, here's, here's what you do. You, you, uh, come out, you go to Austria, we'll get to final papers and then you're on your way.
3: Yeah. This was not a program that something was done quickly. I mean, they've been in this program for a while. They were supposed to be in Austria for three months on a transit visa, and that was it. They sold all their property in Iran. around. They, they've, they've left everything behind. They were ready to come to the United States. They have T- family here.
0: Tell me who these people are.
3: So you have uh, about 100, it's 108 people total. Uh, 80, 80, about 80 of them are Christians. The rest are Mandeans and Zoroastrians. So okay. it's,
0: we call them Lottenberg Christians, but it is, a, it is a group, all persecuted peoples. Okay, and uh, tell me about who they are as individuals, not just not just their
4: faith.
3: Well, that's one of the things we wanted to learn when we went to Austria to find out who they are to capture some of their stories. And they are stories of uh, you know, normal people who have lived under a persecuted, persecution their entire lives. They can't get certain jobs. They have limits on their education. They are some of them physically uh, abused. And we wanted to know a little bit about them and who they were. We have a one young man whose uh, family has traveled here. He is in a, uh, he's in a wheelchair and he is uh, uh, physically disabled and you know not a security risk.
4: Yeah, we're actually curious as to what risks these people uh, have. How can they threaten the United States? They're they're educated, they're intelligent. Uh, they've sold all their assets to come and become a part of the community. Uh, some of their biggest um, desires are to be able to read the bible in public and go to church and get education and get a job it's a really ridiculous how the us government has pulled the rug out from under these people So
0: where is this coming from because you know tr- you could say what you want about uh, Donald Trump and foreigners but i don't think that he's going to there's there's too many people with too much power around him that we go no wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute these are people being persecuted by the people that we deem dangerous. So where is the breakdown?
4: Well, I think there's some sort of fight going on inside the executive branch against helping refugees. And I I don't see exactly where it is. Our contacts there are telling us that there's um, some sort of shroud of mystery going on over who can do what and who can make policy change.
0: So, you know, this, this has been around, as Michael said, for a long time. This was to save persecuted Jews in the past, right? Do you know the? Can you tell me yeah, the history
3: absolutely. of this? Um, sure, I, I can. In, okay. in post 1950, uh, during when uh, after the state of Israel was, was created, uh, the U.S. Uh, created a program sort bring in uh, Jews who were being kicked out of, of, of the majority Muslim countries. This program morphed into this program to help Iranians after the Shah. And it's sort of been going on smoothly since then. They brought in 30,000 people, I believe, since 1979.
0: And so this is uh, 100 people. They, do, do they all have family here or most of them? 100% have family, 100% have sponsors. So it's not a drain on our society. No, and these people,
3: they did this, this program. Uh, you, you come in on your own nickel. So they, they've been paying for everything. They sold all their possessions. No, no one bought them tickets. No one's paying for them right now. They
0: are completely on their own. So uh, what happens to them if the United States says continues to say no? Well, we're looking for options. That's one of the reasons
3: we went, too, to to sort of, sort of go into our, our, our contacts and find out what could be done. Will the Austrians keep them there? Uh, can we try to influence the U.S. government to bring them here? Or is there a lifeboat country somewhere that we could take them to if something happened? Because going back to Iran is really not an option.
0: Right. What happens to them if they do?
3: Um, well, we know what has happened to them already, and there are some really... Terrible stories that uh, that
0: that we that,
3: that were relayed to us, and um, they, they they arrested, persecuted. They, I mean, there's there's there's
0: no doubt.
4: Okay. Um, so is when that a death sentence, there is no option to go to Iran
0: because they have announced that they are against the against the official religion of the state and and uh, by coming to the United States I'm sure you're going to be viewed as a spy.
3: I would think you have advanced contacts with our, the US government they would see that as a yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um all right so how can we help?
3: So I think reaching out to our elected officials and telling them what that this is a problem and getting ang- people getting angry about it because this is a for- is a forgotten group it was the news for a bit and now it's kind of faded away. And supporting the Nazarene Fund, because the Nazarene Fund, like they always do, they're, they're, when uh, governments can't or won't, the Nazarene Fund will try to try to help.
0: Do we have any options in Australia, our contacts in Australia, or anyplace else? We, we, we're looking into that, but I think right now the Austrians
3: are trying to help locally, and I think we're going to try to focus it there. For right but now. they don't have relatives there. I mean,
0: their relatives are really here.
3: They don't, but the the... the, the, the church is supporting them there's a couple of politicians that have are weighing in on this and this is not something that they want to do no yeah. one no one wants to do this yes but they're trying to they're trying to help and trying to come up with a life for them but it's but
0: the rug has been pulled out so i would suggest that you call mike pence uh and his office because i think mike is mike is involved in this is he not to some and degree
4: that he yes he's uh, said he's going to try to fix it so we can rescue these types of people who who right. are in need uh, in europe it's uh it's uh, politically incorrect to help Christians yeah. right now, which is just, uh, uh, gets, just a travesty. Uh, and I politically incorrect almost office. anywhere. <laughs> so, go ahead. Yeah, exactly. I was <laughs> saying that, yeah, yeah, reach out to Mike Pence's office. Uh, reach out to your congressman. Uh, pray for these people. And uh, if you he can help out any way, just go to the nazarenefund.org dot org and look what we're doing and help us out.
0: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Zeno, Michael, as always, thank you. Nazarenefund.org, the Nazarenefund.org. And please call your congressman, call your senator. This is something that we can get through. If you have your voice heard, call Mike Pence's office. Uh, The vice president is aware of this and he is working. Let him know that this is important to you. And he can let the president know that this is important to you. Thanks, as always, Mike. Thank you. Big news. Last few weeks, Simply Safe won an Editor's Choice Awards from three different uh, places. One was CNET Magazine, PC Magazine, and the third was The Wirecutter. These are the three respected product testers, and they put uh, Simply Safe through a battery of tests. They compared it to all of the other security products for at home and for the office, and Simply Safe won every single time. I've been telling you about Simply Safe for a very long time about your house, but let me talk to you a little bit about your business. If you have a small business and you want to make sure that you're safe once you close the door, put simply safe in. You're going to save so much money, and you'll have all of the stuff that you need. Uh, you know, somebody breaks glass, police are going to be called right away. Somebody opens up a door or a window. Somebody moves when there's not supposed to be somebody moving in there. Uh, you, the police will be called and alerted right away, and the the amount is exactly the same as a homeowner will spend. And that is $14.99 a month for the professional 24-7 monitoring. So you don't have to worry about your home. You don't have to worry about your business. It's really simple. Simply safe. Go to simplysafebeck.com. See how much money you're going to save. Take 10% off now, but just by going to simplysafebeck.com. Glenn Beck Mercury.
1: Land back.
0: Yeah, I mean, okay. We're both having a we're having a difficult time with uh, the quiet place. A, a, a quiet place, I believe, it is. a, a quiet place.
2: Also, yeah. you do not give away any of the things we just talked about because no, we've both seen it. I won't, I won't. I won't.
0: I won't. The reason why we brought it up is because I have questions on it. I have questions. There are questions to be had in the yeah, movie. Yeah, You know, there's not. It's not completely airtight. But it's yeah. uh, pretty. I, I loved
2: it. I, thought I mean, it was the
0: the solution that they come up with, nobody else came up with that solution. Nobody in the whole world. All the scientists. You know nobody what? Nobody thought.
2: No, no one did think that until them, and that's why you watch the story. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Jeez. Okay.
0: No, I. You know, I really liked the movie. I think it was. I think it's the best suspense that I've seen since probably a Hitchcock. I mean, it it was very Hitchcocky, and where it doesn't show any there's no blood there's no guts there's nothing that you're gonna walk around it you know night going oh it's gonna come and get me it's none of that it's just great suspense yeah and
2: it's a great movie uh really good is that uh was that the last movie you've seen you usually go see multiple movies per
0: day is it uh what's the no usually i see <laughs> i see at least once a week usually but i i haven't
2: i just finished watching uh the the netflix uh wild wild country have you watched this at no, all huh? oh it's so good So good. It's a six part uh, documentary series uh, on, you know, many people will remember it, but from the 80s, this uh, random group of thousands of people moved into a town and just created a giant city. Oh, I don't
0: know that one. Is, um, that, the, is that the
2: one where the the, the
0: cultists? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I saw the first episode of that. I haven't finished it.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. It, it's, uh, we, they're all dressed in red. And yeah, 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 I, yeah, It's some of the weirdest imagery, and they had so much footage from it. I mean, I, amazing. I, it was incredible the amount of, of detail they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a really, I mean, a really, really interesting story.
0: So I just finished Lost in Space with the Family last night. Oh, okay. Have you seen that? No. Okay. It's really, really good. It's very hard to find things for families now. Have you noticed that? Mm-hmm. You know, it's either like, hey, let's, uh, I'm a talking tomato. Okay, I got it. I got it. But my kids aren't four mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, as soon as, as soon as your kid, your kid either wants a talking tomato or just wants a trashed mouth. Zucchini. <laughs> that that just happens you know right I mean? away. Just right away, it goes from the tomato saying nice things right to a trash can, just <laughs> using the f word all the time. From Veggie Tales to Sausage Party, almost <laughs> yes, immediately. immediately. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. I really don't know why. Can, can so it's really hard to find things that are really good, high quality. And I I thought Lost in Space was. I mean, there's a few times that they're swearing in it, but in comparison, I mean, there. My wife. We start t- TV shows all the time. And Rafe and I just look at each other like, oh, because she comes in the room all the time. So, Turn that off. What are you, what are you, what are you, what are you watching? You're like, okay. honey, there's nothing left besides Veggie VeggieTales. There's nothing left. And so when you find gold like Lost in Space, which is really good, really entertaining, well done, and... I- isn't the you know uh, y- uh, you know pornography channel thirty <laughs> you know thirty percent of the show? Yeah, it's fantastic.
2: Yeah, I- I've noticed too. Like back in the day, you ha- everyone kind of watched generally speaking the same shows. Like you knew like it was Tom and Jerry I for don't... your kids, or you know y- you had those like basic cartoons that were outlined, and everyone kind of knew they were approved, mm-hmm. right? Now you go like on Netflix, and there's fifty shows. That I've never heard of for kids and they're releasing them three and four a week and they look the pictures look great I mean they look like they'd be perfect for my kids and that but I mean what am I gonna do sit down and watch every freaking one of these shows I and so you wind up wondering uh, should I show them a show and take a risk and then you never know halfway through does it turn into uh, a serial killer drama I, yeah, don't I don't know it might it might
0: true but I mean you know there's I'm a crappy parent so you just take the risk n- there is nothing out there you can trust there's nothing no. you can trust yeah
2: I, I kind of wish there There probably is out there since every website exists but like mm. it, it seems like it would be worth no, but
0: it's like Disney Disney used to be a universal name that used to mean something yeah it meant and a, now it's like no no I have you watched some of the shows from the Disney channel no, yeah, no I you don't can. want my kids watching that
2: that's true I think it would be helpful to have like that site that probably exists that just would rate it Not with like a super offended all the time mindset, but
0: just something that said, okay, this one's okay for your kids. I don't want the Pope to rate them. Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, maybe this Pope. Maybe (laughs) this. He's probably offended about the right amount. Yeah. (laughs) Back in a minute. Glenn, back. Mercury.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: So did you see Camille Cosby's uh, letter to the editor? where she? <laughs> I did not. It's really, it's well, it's well worth the read. You know, she didn't show up at the, the trial. And you're kind of like, I mean, finally, a woman's standing up. You know what yeah. I mean? Right, because. Not standing behind her dirtbag man. Right. Okay. No, nope, that's not what happened. Okay. Okay, listen to this. This, this. this, this, we could spend a year on just this. We the people are the first three words in our nation's constitution, but who were those people in 1787? Doctor Howard Zinn, the renowned, honest historian, states in his best-selling book, A People's History of the United States. You want to take that one for a second? Oh, God. I mean, that is a
2: complete and utter disaster of a, I mean, it's just, it's every crazy left wing historical theory wrapped into, into one. Yeah.
0: He's, I mean, he's a Marxist and mm-hmm. he does not like America, does not like the founding. I mean, he's, it's, it's intention. It intentionally looks at only the bad things yes. and
2: only, and it looks at him the way he spins It's kind of like looking at it through all historical events through like the perspective of the oppressed party. Yes. Um so well, or it, or just an oppressed party, you know, like so it, it, you know it, it's like looking at you know the founding of america
0: is it a positive thing well not from native americans pr- pr- perspective like it's that type of book. So he, he says she's quoting him as saying the majority of the 55 men who framed the constitution were men of wealth and land, slaves, manu- uh, manufacturing or shipping. Clearly, most of the people were not included in that original draft of the Constitution. No women, no Native Americans, poor white men, and absolutely no enslaved Africans. What have the masses of people done who are treated as outcasts by we the people? They, through the purity of the unceasing human spirit, forced 27 amendments to the Constitution that have guaranteed fundamental rights to all people finally doing what the framers should have done in 1787 well if they could have gotten it done they would have camille if you would stop reading howard zinn and start reading i don't know their own words you would see that was their goal they couldn't get it done now enters american citizen bill cosby i was gonna say this is an interesting start i i thought maybe it was about her husband but Mm -hmm. no it was about
2: now enters
0: american citizen bill cosby mm. the overall media with their frenzied relentless demonization of him and unquestioning acceptance of accusers allegations without attendant proof have superseded the fifth and 14th amendments which guaranteed due process and equal protection and thereby eliminated the possibility of a fair trial and an unbiased jury Bill Cosby was labeled as guilty because the media and accusers said so, period. Well, kind of. Um, but the media and what? Mm-hmm. The media and who the said so? The media, let's see, was labeled guilty because the media and his accusers. <laughs> I mean, the accuser, I, the media is not really important there. The accusers kind of are, though, right? Well, she's saying, listen, the media ensured the dissemination of the propaganda by establishing barricades, preventing the dissemination of the truth in violation of the protections of the First Amendment. And the media now the people's judges and juries. So what she's saying is partially true. I don't know about Bill Cosby. But this is the world we're living in now. Right, so basically the
2: accusation was made, media amplified, it. he had no chance. Correct. Since
0: when are all accusers truthful? They're definitely not. History disproves that. For example, Emmett Till's accuser immediately comes to mind. So she's now... Going back to Tilltown. Going back to Tilltown. Downtown Tillville. (laughs)
2: With with Bill Cosby. This is interesting because this is... The, the, the problem, supposedly, and now the left-wing publications are admitting it, is this never would have happened to Bill Cosby. He would never have gone to prison for his crimes if he was not coming out and saying things that were conservative. That's a thing that now the left-wing media is admitting. They're saying he came out, he criticized black people, black culture, uh, left-wing culture, and that
0: the pushback from that is what made it possible to convict him yeah he was a darling of the left yeah and as soon as he stopped being a darling of the left he was he was no longer protected exactly which is a massive admission there
2: right i mean again if you're a rapist you should go to jail because of your raping not because of your politics and they're now admitting that you know what we were kind of okay with the whole raping thing when we thought he was left-wing Now that we think he might be right wing, the rapey is, uh, the rapiness is not so wonderful after all. And here's, so that's been kind of the background of this. Here's Camille Cosby sounding like a very far leftist, Mm -hmm. the exact
0: opposite of the way Bill is at least portrayed. In the case of Bill Cosby, unproven accusations evolved into lynch mobs who publicly and privately coerced cancellation of Bill Cosby's scheduled performances, syndications of The Cosby Show, rescissions of honorary degrees, and vindictive attempts to close an exhibit of our collection of African-American art in the Smithsonian Museum of African Art. Now, all of this is true. All of this is true. Mm -hmm. But, Camille, were you there for me when, uh, let's see, they publicly and a privately tried to coerce cancellation of my performances or my shows or anything else were you doing that surely not um surely not were and, you in your were, by the way yours was because of your politics
2: my was this is how the, about the 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 loss of protection because of your politics over multiple uh rape accusers is kind of a different story
0: camille were you there for for bill o'reilly were you there for ryan seacrest or is it just your husband All of this occurred before the trial even started. The worst injustice, however, has been carried out in the Pennsylvania Montgomery County Courthouse. Three criminal charges promised during an unethical campaign for the district attorney's office were filed against my husband, all based on what I believe to be falsified accounts by the newly elected district attorney's key witness. I firmly believe her recent testimony during trial was perjured as was shown in trial. It was unsupported by any evidence and riddled with innumerable dishonest contradictions. Moreover, Bill Cosby's defense team introduced the testimony of a witness who confirmed that the district attorney's witness admitted that she had not been sexually assaulted, but she could say that she was, but that she could say that she was and get money, which is exactly what she did. I'm publicly asking for a criminal investigation of that district attorney and his cohorts. Once again, an innocent person has been found guilty uh, based on an unthinking, unquestioning, unconstitutional frenzy propagated by the media and allowed to play out in supposed court of law. This is mod justice. This is not real justice. This tragedy must be undone, not just for Bill Cosby, but for the country. Well, you know what? There are elements of truth in that. Yeah. Um, Camille, I have to tell you. I'm I'm I'll stand with you on an investigation to make sure everything was on the up and up. I'm I'm with you on that. And if something was wrong, I'm with you because, you know, these
2: like to me, it feels like Bill Cosby definitely did these things. There's certainly some evidence of it. There's certainly some uh, some of his own words from depositions that certainly indicate that maybe he did some things that were not so good. Um, But I will say at some point, one of these that just feels right is going to be wrong yes one of these that is just feels like we've nailed it is going to wind up being the
0: exact opposite you can't feel when you're in a court of law and you're a jury you can't feel your way through it yeah that's <clears throat> you don't that's 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 the opposite of our justice system you don't go well i just kind of have a gut no 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 no, no there's no gut here what are the facts Can you make a case based on the facts? Did they make the case to you based on the facts? Beyond a reasonable doubt. Yes. Beyond a reasonable doubt. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty high
2: standard. It is a high standard. And that's what's been so disturbing about the way we've looked at this. You know, two examples. First, the conservative thing, right? Where like they're saying, well, he would, this probably wouldn't have happened to him if he was, if he was in line as a left-wing activist as he's supposed to be. Uh, wouldn't have happened to him, and again, that's not conservative saying that because I think at, for a while that was kind of a conservative conspiracy theory.
0: Uh, now the, the left, left is at, admitting it. No, but yeah, and look at look what they're doing to Kanye. I mean, if that's not the same thing, mm-hmm. they love this guy. Now they hate him just because he won't fall in line with everything he says. He likes Hillary, he likes emigrant Gonzalez, right. right? I mean, he just won't fall in with
2: everything that mm-hmm. you believe. There's no and that, and that by the way is the exact point. Kanye West is trying to make about the thought prison, right? right? It's the exact point. You can't even leave. You can't even leave for a, for an hour. You can't make one, not one, 140 or 280 character tweet can, can break the mold of what I have to be. I mean, that is a, it's a heck of a standard, but I mean, it also goes into the way that they're talking about this with me too like well what's the effect of Me Too on this trial you know this didn't happen before but now Me Too has gone on and, and now he's been convicted what's the role of Me Too it should be zero a hashtag should not be throwing people in prison when you go to prison you go to prison because you committed a crime against another individual what individual did something to one other person in this particular case that was what was up to be decided it was not whether guys in general have been bad to women in the past that is not what was on trial there and, and we roll over these things uh, without any, any nervousness about what the long-term trend of that is. And it doesn't need to be a long-term trend. It just has to be one. That is the way the justice system is set up to make sure that innocent until proven guilty, and let's be honest about it, it's we err to the side of innocence. Uh, you have to be able to go without a reasonable doubt. Now, to my mind, there's been a lot, I think there are, questions of whether the evidence that was allowed the people who were allowed to speak at, at Cosby's trial I think that seemed to me to be uh, influenced by the general vibe of the culture right now. The first time he was tried I think they, let, mm-hmm. they had one other accuser who was allowed mm-hmm. to speak. This time it was five. Mm-hmm. You know to me, I mean, usually the number there is zero, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's they're unrelated cases. Mm-hmm. It's just you know someone's he did supposedly something similar to 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 other accusers, and sometimes that's allowed, and sometimes it's not. But again, why five times the amount of people this time, uh, where they actually get the ac- the accusers? There's you know there's there's lines with uh, the statute of limitations on a lot of these cases, and you know because we all think, I know I think that Cosby did a lot of bad things to a lot of people over a long period of time. That is that
0: that is unimportant to the legal case against him in this particular matter. It's it's if we go with Harvey Weinstein and you're sitting in a jury box and no matter how you felt about I know this guy did it. I know this guy did it other times. Mm-hmm. This one I don't believe her. You cannot say. Yep, well he's guilty. No. no even if he's done all the other ones, mm-hmm. You can't just say he's guilty on that one, too. No, and, 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 and I will say our legal system has held up pretty
2: well under this. I mean, look, at Harvey Weinstein hasn't even been charged. Now, mob justice is one thing, and and the, uh, the court of public opinion has absolutely convicted him. His company's destroyed. He's destroyed his career. He's had lots of consequences. He's had no legal consequences other than paying people out. That's amazing. It's amazing, and he's what, what you would think of as the example of this movement. Right? I mean, there's been hundreds of people seemingly that have lost their jobs over this, but none of them have have seemingly been able to have any evidence for them to be committing crimes.
0: Wouldn't you like to know, wouldn't that be a good follow-up story for, I don't know, Vanity Fair? Would be. Why has this man faced no legal consequence? An occasional
2: story about a, hey, they're about to charge him with something, and then nothing.
0: Where Bill Cosby has already gone through two trials. Yeah. And there's nothing. That is an interesting uh, question, and you know one of the reasons why people don't look, Camille. If if people aren't looking at this trial, it's because, especially in Pennsylvania, you know, people on the left were uh, Mumia Abu Jamal. That guy is a a really really bad cop killer, mm-hmm. and to to cry, oh justice 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 on that guy. Hurts it when it's your husband behind bars, because everybody just goes, oh, you know, you lefties, you're always saying that. And it's incumbent upon us not to get tired of hearing that we have to always be searching for justice. But it makes it really hard when and this is going to happen with me, too. It's going to happen with racism. It's going to happen with sexism. It's going to happen with everything, all of it. Because people are just getting tired of hearing, oh, that's cultural appropriate. Shut up. Shut up. When it's a real problem, then ring the bell. Until that time, shut up.
2: You're really promoting that op-ed you wrote. I know. Uh, it's called shut, shut up. up. And, w- and the
0: the entire text is shut up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. It, it took me a while to write, <laughs> uh, but I think you'll like it. I think you'll like it. All right. Have you ever wanted to uh, refinance your your mortgage, but you didn't want to start a 30-year loan again? Well, you don't have to. That's good. Yeah. American Financing can help. Eliminate the mortgage insurance. You want to lower your rate. You want to consolidate high interest debt. You don't have to worry about resetting your loan. At American Financing, they offer 9-, 13-, or 18-year loans. Really, any term that you need because they're designing it based around you and your budget they're going to find the most competitive interest rate it's your mortgage your way plus with a fixed interest rate no matter where the interest rate goes yours will stay exactly the same monthly payments don't increase it just takes one call to their salary-based mortgage consultants and they're going to guide you through the options and customize the right program to achieve your financial goals call them 1-800-906-2440 if you're looking to finance anything in your life new home or you want to uh, refi and consolidate home loans american financing 1-800-906-2440 1-800-906-2440 it's american american financing corporation nmls 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org glenn beck mercury Glenn Beck Well, my first uh, Prager University video is out today uh, I'm just going to tweet it it's, it's about Walt Disney and why he matters today And could he create what he created in today's America? Check it out Prager University uh, The uh, Walt Disney video Walt Disney American Dreamer Glenn Beck
1: Mercury. Love.
0: Courage. Courage. Truth. Truth. Glenn Beck. All right, let me just say this. The world needs more human beings like James Shaw Jr. You remember that name? April 22nd, Nashville Waffle House. The attacker shot and killed four people. If not for Shaw, it would have been much, much worse. Shaw took a bullet wound himself, hid near the restrooms, and waited for the opportunity. Retreat wasn't on his mind. Letting the people inside the restaurant die, definitely not on his mind. Him dying, not on his mind. Some people run away. Others run toward it. Those that run toward it usually wear a uniform, but not this day. Shaw, sensing an opening, charged the would-be mass murderer and disarmed him. The killer's rampage was now over, and it was all due to an ordinary guy that found something inside of himself that was absolutely extraordinary. It's hard to imagine doing what James Shaw did, at least for some of us, at least for a weenie like me. Without training, charging an attacker armed with a weapon isn't something that 90% of us think we would do, but maybe we do. It's rare. Movies are usually made to tell the story if it ever happens. Clint Eastwood directed the movie 1517 to Paris, telling the story of the three Americans that did exactly the same thing that Shaw did. But they were on a train in France. One of them was also trained to do that. If you've seen the movie, the scene where Spencer Stone, unarmed, charges the terrorist as he raises his weapon to fire, captures perfectly the type of courage that we're talking about here uncommon valor and courage it is the common virtue amongst these types of heroes but lately i have to tell you i've been more impressed with how james shaw jr has handled himself in the media than even in the waffle house he has every right to brag to be arrogant to be, you know what yeah so i took him down but the man the man doesn't even see himself as a hero In fact, multiple times he says, I'm not a hero. And despite every opportunity to bask in the glory, he is repeatedly maintaining his humility. This weekend was another amazing example. Shaw goes on to the Van Jones show to talk about what happened on CNN. Jones immediately proceeds to try to goad Shaw into bashing President Trump. Listen.
2: He hasn't successfully contacted you. You know, he, but he gave a shout-out to, you know, I don't know, gave a shout-out to Kanye uh, today. Mm-hmm. Uh, no shout-out to you. How do you feel when the President of the United States uh, misses an opportunity to hold up, you know, somebody who's, who's trying to do good stuff
3: like you?
1: Uh, I, I know he has a busy agenda, busy schedule. Um, maybe he just hasn't got around to me. Maybe my time is coming. Um, it's not for me to judge really what he does. It's just, you know, I, I, I did what I did, and I didn't really do it for recognition. I did it just to save my life, honestly.
0: Listen to that. He does not even to say to save other people's lives. He was just, I was just trying to save my life. Could this guy be any more perfect in this day and age? Literally everyone rushes in to turn a chat tra- tragedy into red meat, into some political stance, into I've got a book deal, a movie deal. Not this guy. Even the 17 year old high school students are doing it. But James Shaw Jr., Isn't having any of it. He's an amazing America, an American. He diffused an obvious agenda that Van Jones was leading him down and downplayed what he had accomplished. You know, besides James, I want to meet his parents. I don't know. I don't know the parents of James Shaw Jr., but I'd sure like to meet them. Whoever you are, Hold your head high. You raised successfully a Captain America. I mean, somebody fire up the cloning machine. The world needs more human beings like James Shaw Jr. It's Monday, May 7th.
1: This is the Glenn Beck program.
0: Oh, sorry, America. man, Why did you do that? I know now he's going to be wrecked.
2: You know, we're now we're like two days away from a report about how when he was nine years old he was killing he, kitty cats. Yes, uh, I, I don't know. He puts pineapple on his pizza. Something controversial. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't. I,
2: that's it's something bad is going to come out now. This is what the media does when you have someone who's like seems like just a great example of everything that you want humanity to be. There will be.
0: They will tear him down. I hope not. America needs heroes. My son, my daughter, they need heroes. This guy's a hero. This guy's great. Yeah. And not just for stopping the gunfire, but because of the way he's behaving in the media. That's, uh, to me, it is more remarkable to have your 15 minutes of fame handed to you And you not exploit the crap out of it and spike the football. Yeah. I mean, this is not exactly
2: the same case, but I kind of felt a little tinge of that the other day, too, with the way that Starbucks story wrapped up. Did you see that? No. I didn't like the story. I I hated the story. I I didn't like. uh, I I thought it was covered incorrectly, and I thought the guys did the wrong thing. Oh, Um,
0: the the two black guys in Pennsylvania. I did see that. Yeah. They they took
2: a dollar. a, A dollar. I like that, you know, and then they took a, and they they wound up creating a, a fund of I think it was a couple hundred grand for some charity. Um, but it, they didn't take they didn't try to hold up the state for millions and millions of dollars. Um, they
0: wanted to make things better.
2: And, you know, like I might disagree with with their analysis of the situation. But I mean, I th- again, they didn't exploit they didn't go on to
0: uh, make it all about themselves, mm-hmm. which was kind of I thought that was great. That was kind of nice. I thought that was really great. There's a couple of stories we need to talk about. Uh, George Washington. I don't know. I, I mean, I may. I have some issues with George Washington, which is the first for me. Um, I uh, I also have the story about the mom who decided to uh, deliver her own baby after watching a YouTube tutorial.
2: Yeah, not everything uh, is for for YouTube. You you mentioned yeah. a, a, an example of this that maybe we can get to at some point of what you shouldn't YouTube. Yeah, I think I which think was that's, electrical work underwater. Yeah, maybe not the well, best thing to YouTube. Maybe okay. have a professional do it. Though I will so
0: say, I, I, can we get into that here for a second? No, yes. go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, ahead. I have no. another YouTube video I want to bring up, but you, right. you go first. Uh, I'm just, I mean, I did. Okay, so the pool people came over to the house and they said we, the lights in the pool are burned out. I mean, I know wealthiest one percent, you know, problem. And uh, and I don't know. Do we drain the pool? I don't know. I've never, I would have thought drain the pool. Yeah, That's what yeah. I would have thought. <laughs> I mean, I didn't grow up with pools or anything else. Yeah. And um, uh, and so they said, oh, it's $2,000. And I'm like, well, we do, you know, we don't slim, swim at night, so I don't really care. Okay, thanks, but no thank you. Mm-hmm. Kids? Throw a flashlight in the bottom of the pool. <laughs> okay? So I decided, uh, you know, I'm like, I got to replace the pool lights. I, I don't want to spend $2,000. And my son-in-law said, what are you talking about? $2,000. And um, he said, I, you know, he said, we had a pool and I watched the pool guy change them. He said, you take one screw out, you take out and they just kind of float to the top. And then, you know, you unseal them with the gasket. You got to make sure the gasket's right. And you change the light bulb, you seal it back up, you screw it in place, and you're done. Ah. It doesn't seem like a $2,000 job. Right. So then he so then he says, no, look. And so we were watching it on YouTube. And we're like, I, I can do that. <laughs> this is what I mean. Yeah. See, this is the problem. This is the problem. Mm-hmm. So I get the lights out. But they're now sitting on the side of the pool because... I don't know the little sticker on the side about, you know, hey, electrocution kind of spooks me a bit. Really? Yeah, it yeah. does. It does. Did you YouTube it? Cuz yeah, that's enough I, enough yeah, precaution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh and so I we we got it all, but I'm afraid to I mean, how do you test for electrocution? You know, that's that's really what that's that's the only question <laughs> I YouTubed. How do you check if your pool is now electrified mm-hmm. and you shouldn't jump in? I didn't find anything. The only thing I can think of is throwing in someone you don't like. Right. And that's not a possibility. Okay. So, I mean, you know, it was, I wish it was like a, you know, a fry is really good. Right. You know, how do you know the oil is really super hot? I don't know. Throw a French fry in there. You'll see besides something that'll go right and then float to the top i don't know how to test the pool so i'm not putting the lights back in so wait you you started this process started, started after the <laughs>
2: youtube research
0: you yeah did. but now i'm too chicken to put them in because i mean what do you do i mean really until i know how do you check to see if the pool is you know
2: i mean i, I think the correct answer here is you get another estimate from a pool company that's not $2,000. You don't do underwater electrical work by yourself.
0: That's what I would say. Nobody's going to give me an estimate under. They, they come and they drive up to my house and they're like yeah right this guy bought this house look at this sucker right they know yeah yeah, they, yeah this is that loud mouth on the radio he doesn't have about. a clue as to he what has no marketable Watch. skills he's not gonna know <laughs> exactly right. right yeah i changed the lights on my house this weekend you know the the you know like by the garage and stuff i changed them because yeah. they're all burnt out because you know we can live in the dark what what's wrong? my wife has been yelling at me forever
3: It's a light map
0: so I so I do and what's the first thing don't get up on the ladder what what, what uh, okay I'm sorry I'm not tall enough to get them <laughs> right so I change all the light bulbs because I want to be handy. You Yes, that's true. You want your want ear to be handy. not handy, but you want mm, to be handy. Right. And so I should probably tell you that one of the reasons why I didn't put the light bulbs back into is because after changing all the light bulbs... Then, and some of them worked before I changed it, okay? (laughs) Then I changed all the light Uh bulbs, and now none of them work. Ah. So it's like a Christmas tree thing. Right. It's like Christmas lights. I don't... You've Clark Griswolded at the house. Somehow or another, none of the lights now work. And I'm and I the you know, pool does work. <laughs> With that record of success. I mean, anybody want to come swimming at my house? <laughs> Big pool party. <laughs> I try. I really do try. It just
2: never works out for me. It's sad. It's sad. Do you know how to fix spool lights? I do not. I would definitely I feel like
0: the the correct That's like a that's like a $40 job. Man, you're replacing 3 lights. Well, I did it in 10 minutes. Well, I did part of it in 10 minutes.
2: Yeah, I mean it's really just a precision job, right? Whatever needs yeah, just, to be done to protect <laughs> you from electrocution really Look, needs to be like done.
0: It's like a $40 job. I'll pay you 150 bucks. Right, right. You know, just to make sure. I'll I'll even pay you Two hundred and fifty. If my kids aren't electrocuted when they get into the pool, I do it is want to elect- know of
4: those things
0: that yeah. I kind of feel bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like two hundred. It's like two grand to do, and you know, then the kid is electrocuted, and you are like, yeah, I didn't want to spend the two
2: grand. <laughs> <laughs> it's really kind of you know
0: what you do is you get a
2: kid electrocution
0: money back guarantee. Right. If your kid jumps and it does a cannonball, then floats to the top, you get your two hundred and fifty dollars back. <laughs> I mean, my son and I are. We were out in the back and. You know, I was turning the switches, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that one's it. And he's like, let's make sure. Let's make sure that's the one. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, let me tell you a little bit about uh, a course that we um, uh, set up for you to understand Bitcoin. What's Bitcoin at today? 93. Uh, Bitcoin has stabilized now. 9,300. And... Uh, and- and it is part of our future. I don't know how it's going to happen, but it is part of our future. And you have to understand Bitcoin. You have to understand blockchain because that is part of our future. And I think a big part of our future. Well, we didn't even know how to invest in it. Um, you know, buying and selling and especially some of the littler ones. I, I don't have any idea. So I think it was was it around Christmas time. We brought a guy in named uh, Tika Tawari and we met him in my office for a while. Couple of hours and Stu and I, um, we we sat down with him. He's a former hedge fund guy from uh, Wall Street, and he has probably helped more people, you know, with cryptocurrency than I think probably anybody else. At least helping them get rich. Um, And we just said, I don't don't necessarily want to know all the stuff on you know which to buy. I want to understand how it works first. I want to understand how do you get into these exchanges? How do you buy? How do you sell? So he's put together a crypto master course, and you can do it now at smartcryptocourse.com. Smartcryptocourse.com. You go there and you can take the course so you can can figure out whether you want to invest or not in cryptocurrencies. At least you'll understand what they are and how to, should you ever decide. It's smartcryptocourse.com. Do it now. Smartcryptocourse.com.
1: Glenn. Mercury. Glenn Beck.
0: No, I don't. No, it's stoked.
2: I just do oh, um, hey, So hey. I was, uh, speaking of YouTube, mm-hmm. clicking around on YouTube, mm-hmm. saw a little uh, familiar face mm-hmm. on Prager University, uh, Mr. Glenn Beck.
0: Oh, yeah. First Prager University released today. First Prager University uh, video that I've done. Uh, They asked me to do it on Walt Disney, of all things. Yeah, kind of cool. I mean, you're certainly
2: uh, a a guy who's into Disney. Yeah. um, uh, Which is, you know, so it makes you a a good candidate for that. Although, you know, Prager University, it's going to hit a billion views this year. I know. A billion. Yeah. They're changing the the world one video at a time. They really are. It really is an amazing project that kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, it wasn't something that... I I remember seeing the first couple of them. like, these are really good. And all of a sudden, just everyone knows about
0: them. Yeah, yeah. So I did it on Walt Disney because I don't know if... You know, there's something... Look at the entrepreneurs of the world. Look at the people who have truly changed the world. Make the list. Henry Ford... John Rockefeller, um, Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, uh, Bill Gates, Mm
4: -hmm.
0: they're all in the same place, America. Why? And the Walt Disney story is a really good pop culture way to understand what's happening here. And, you know, it starts out with a guy who just has a dream and everybody is against it. Everybody's against it. Nobody thinks. I mean, now it's like, ah, we're going to make a mouse talk. Nobody thought that back then. Um, and his whole life was like that. We, we think of a theme park now. It was Walt Disney that came up with that. He was, he was arguing with the banks all the time. So it's an amusement park. Nobody wants to go to an amusement park. No, it's not. It's a theme park. It's different than an amusement park. Because an amusement park was like a carnival. And his was a theme park. Well, he changed the world imagine the world without Walt Disney because yeah, I mean theme park wasn't even a known thing no it, it was his idea yeah. you know yeah, I, don't re- I don't I don't think I realized he basically invented that it yeah, was, Well, yeah no it was, he was completely alone yeah like not just not just uh, not just uh, invented it alone on that
4: mm. alone
0: so uh, he he it's in 1955. Uh, 1954, and he finally gets the loan, and he gets a loan from ABC television. They don't want the theme park. They just want the show. They don't care about the theme park. Okay, They don't get it. They don't see it. He knows that I can use television as a way to promote this, but he's never done television before. He doesn't even have a crew. He has nothing. He has his archive and they're like okay so you'll get some of the archives but it'll also be live too there'll be new stuff right every week every week a television show okay so he does that deal in the summer in like end of summer september they announced that the wonderful world of disney is going to happen uh, that season he calls his brother from new york and he's like we got a television show he's like well we don't do television he's like we do now (laughs) so they had to do that in october they announced the park disneyland break ground and then cut the ribbon in july there is no one that could do that today and it's not his genius it's the genius of america You, I contend you wouldn't get the permit to cut down a single orange tree in Orange County in the time it took for him to break ground to cut the ribbon. We were talking nine months. It's Insane. 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 And so the the Prager University video is about Walt Disney, but it is really about why do these guys, how, how, how can we have all these guys? What is it about the people like Elon Musk and Steve Jobs and and Walt Disney that can change the world, but they do it here? And it's the freedom that we have here. And it's the idea that we don't rely on the government to do it. We think ourselves, I got an idea. Why don't we just do that? And we've got to preserve that if we're going to survive. So watch it at Prager University. I just tweeted it out about an hour ago or so. Um, but, uh, and you can find it at Glenbeck.com. I'm sure we'll post it at The Blaze today as well. But uh, share it with a friend. Watch it and share it with a friend.
2: Yeah, there's just so many. You can just get lost down the wormhole of Prager University videos and just be there all day. So good because you know this the, that darn YouTube because uh, I, I that YouTube recommendation thing and then they just keep giving you more I and know. more to watch I and you're like oh I haven't seen that one <laughs>
5: oh I haven't seen I that know. one and then all of a sudden
2: it's a four sudden, a.m. I... and you're like what have I
0: done with my life? <laughs> at least with Prager you've learned something. <laughs> yeah, at least you've, you've done that. Learned something. Prager University. You can find it on YouTube. Glenn back mercury
1: you're listening to the glenn beck program
0: so do you have a solution pat have you ever changed the light in in a pool no okay no all right you're about as handy as i am except Mm -hmm. i may have been downgraded this weekend (laughs) because i changed the lights in my house okay on the outside of my house you know by the garage and stuff like that because they were Mm -hmm. burning out and and so i i changed the lights around my house and um now they don't work Mm. now they were working before they were just burned out Mm. but now they're not working
5: and you're thinking it's connected to changing the lights in the pool
0: no 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 okay because mm-hmm. i didn't change the lights in the pool i just took the lights out of the pool but then i read these little stickers you know on the side you know if you're not experienced you don't know what you're doing if you've never mm-hmm. been to space don't attempt this <laughs> uh and so i was like
1: ah.
5: so you have to have been uh an experienced astronaut in order to change your pool lights well yeah pretty much yeah yeah i think yeah. so they that's can, why but, i never have yeah because I've right. never been to space.
0: Well, they the, they were going to charge me $2,000 to change them. And I'm like, come, come on. Come on. What? No, I watch the YouTube. Are they gold-plated no. bulbs? Or, uh, no. It's exactly what some, you know, $2,000.
2: Of course, you know, again, when your child floats to the <sighs> surface, you feel pretty good about the 2K. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the, the you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem because I
0: then then I was like, you know, I want to call around for a better price. I'll (laughs) feel pretty bad if my kids are electrocuted (laughs) because I wanted to save some money. I'll tell
5: you this. I'll do it for half. Oh, wow. I'll I'll put put, for a thousand dollars. I'll put the bulbs in your pool
0: Uh, and and check it and check it and jump in yourself. Yep for a thousand bucks. I definitely do not have that
2: level of confidence in my own abilities to do that. Yeah.
0: I, I don't think I have that level of confidence. I mean, I do. It's just, you well, know, turned it's off like, the it's like all other, pool, right? Yeah. 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 But yeah. eventually you have to turn it back on. Yes. That's so here's, but here's the thing. You feel, you feel pretty confident. It's like, you know, I've changed lights in the house, you know, hung new lights and everything else. You turn the power off, you turn it on, but it's not surrounded by its deadly nemesis, water. You know what yeah. I mean? mm-hmm. It's like now there's no amount of rubber I can put on and mm-hmm. still be OK. So it's one of those things, too. Like, let's say you go to another
2: place and they say, hey, I'll do it for seven fifty. Right. Yeah, then why? you took the bargain basement price for
0: the guy changing the electricity right. the I'm thinking like, about I don't just, want that either I'm thinking about just screwing the back in the walls <laughs> and throwing flashlights in the bottom of the pool because it's just it doesn't seem right no matter what I do if something goes wrong.
5: And granted, it's a first world kind of problem. It is. Yes. Isn't it? Yes. No, it, no, yeah. it is. They're not worried well, about I this mean, it so is. much in the Congo right now. No. Right, that means they're no. safer. They're
2: not worried <laughs> they're not about not this. Really. It's a threat we face that they don't. Yes, Most people don't true. worry <laughs>
0: about it up north either, which is a, one reason why you live down in the south is, mm-hmm. you know, there's the, the, the per capita. When I grew up, nobody had a pool, but I grew up in the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. There's like one seventy-two degree degree day.
5: I knew one family in Helena with a pool. Yeah, I, like I, one I knew one. Because you can use it for yeah. like
0: 15 minutes a year. Right, <laughs> right, right. One. Here it's just like you just want to you come home and you just want to drive your car into your pool. You're just like, I can't take another second. Anyway, uh, there's a couple of primaries that are happening tomorrow, and one of them is happening in West Virginia. And Sarah, do we happen to have the audio of, um, of Blankenship? Here's the... We played this for you last week. The guy was in third place last week.
1: Um, And then he released this video. Hi, I'm Don Blankenship, candidate for U.S. Senate, and I approve this message. (laughs) Swamp Captain Mitch McConnell has created millions of jobs for China people. While doing so, Mitch has gotten rich. In fact, his China family has given him tens of millions of dollars. Mitch's swamp people are now running false negative ads against me. They are also childishly calling me despicable and mentally ill. The war to drain the swamp and create jobs for West Virginia people has begun. I will beat Joe Manchin and ditch Cocaine Mitch for the sake of the kids.
5: Just put that guy in your pool. He's electric enough. <laughs> Turn that thing. I mean, okay, look so, at so that. So that's,
0: that's amazing. And, and if you didn't think that he actually says China people in real life. It's hysterical. Yeah. I mean, it's just perfect. It's the guy you're like, I want that guy. I'm going to send that guy to Washington.
2: It almost seems like a parody spot because of the music behind it. It doesn't even feel real. And Um,
5: and yet, it catapulted him from third to first over the weekend. According to one poll.
2: Yeah. uh, He's now in the lead. It was was an internal poll uh, conducted for a (laughs) rival Senate campaign. Uh, The results, Blankenship 31, Jenkins 28, Morrissey 27. I don't, and, and here's the thing: I don't know. You know, this is not a race I followed particularly closely. I was asking around uh, on on the uh, on the socials about who Who do you think, if you're a sane person in West Virginia, who do you vote for in this in this race? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I'm seeing Morrissey. I guess Rand Paul endorsed Morrissey, but I mean, I really don't know. I it's not. I just haven't. We
0: we've I'm, I've somewhat given up on these local races uh, again. Well, I mean, if Blankenship if Blankenship wins. That is just that's America saying. No,
5: oh, Manchin will beat him, and and you'll. I mean, you'll, yeah, man, you could you could be stuck with a worse Democrat than than Joe Manchin,
2: and and that and I think West Virginia will with against Blankenship will probably yeah. uh, select Manchin. Manchin might win any of against any of these he guys. He, you yeah, know, he might, but he probably he should lose. I mean, Trump dominated that state. It was it was legitimately Trump's best state. I would say. Yeah, um, Didn't he win by 28 or something? It was a huge margin. Yeah, it, was, it was big. Um, but Donald Trump Jr. came out and said, don't vote for Blankenship. We're going to lose. It's going to be like Alabama all over again with Roy Moore. And then Donald Trump has now today, the the dad, the president, came out today and tweeted, hey, don't vote for this guy. He's going to be a disaster.
5: And it's not just the China people on the swamp people and the West Virginia people. It's also <laughs> the fact that the guy was found liable for the death of twenty nine minors yeah. in his in his mind because of safety violations. Uh that's he spent a year in jail for that. That's bad. I I don't know. I, I don't know why you would gravitate toward this guy, but we've been saying that for about three or four years now. I mean why politi- would you gravitate to this? No, these we've guys? been saying
0: that for ten years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean politics is just entertainment now, right? Yeah. I mean, and this guy clearly would be the most
0: entertaining guy to have in the Senate. He'd sit there you and he'd that say as a senator. No. I can't. I mean, uh, what happens to the Senate? Play that I had again. I mean, imagine this now message from the senator. Of, he is of- ab- the thing I love about this more than
2: anything, I mean, because it's obviously crazy on a 100 levels, but he at no point shows any facial expression. None. Mm, right.
0: None. It is completely absent of expression. No, this
1: is Hollywood casting. You couldn't cast yeah. this better. Play it again. Hi, I'm Don Blankenship, candidate for U.S. Senate, and I approve this message. Swamp Captain Mitch McConnell has created <laughs> millions Stop of moving. jobs for China people. <laughs> While doing so, Mitch has gotten rich. He doesn't even In fact, flank. his China family has given him tens of oh, millions there, yes. of dollars. Mitch's swamp people are now running false negative ads against me. They are also childishly calling me despicable and mentally ill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <What> <laughs> that? Wait, that's an that? job for it. West Virginia people. Who says people say I'm mentally ill in ditch cocaine Mitch for the know. sake of the kick?
4: Uh, you know I meant,
0: some people say I'm mentally <laughs> ill. You just keep that out of your campaign. Uh, usually that's a
2: good uh, yeah. a good tip. I will say I noticed something there for on the 6th or 7th viewing that I did not notice. On the first five, (laughs) which is he says they are running false ads against me. Uh-huh. They are also saying I'm despicable <laughs> and that I'm mentally ill.
4: <laughs> that's totally that's separate.
5: True. That's, completely oh, that's le- true,
4: but I don't like the false things <laughs> you're <they're> saying about <laughs> my policies.
5: <laughs> sure, I am mentally ill, <laughs> but I'm, I'm better than these China people.
0: It <laughs> <laughs> seems to be his legit argument. Okay, all right, okay. Let's <laughs> c- c- come back into the reality of today for just a second. Do you think that China people was put in by ad people going, say China people, it'll get a lot of people talking, blah, blah, blah. Or do you think that some ad guy or he wrote China people and everybody just, you know, was like, yeah, okay China people. (laughs) I think it's, uh,
2: I think he realizes he's in third place. He's trying to do something to draw attention to him. Um, he thinks he can win with this tactic. I think that's what it is. I mean, I don't think he's like a deep thinker when it comes to yeah. politics. Do you think he but even knows think-
5: it's offensive to
2: call people from China, China people instead of Chinese? Let's see
0: if we can get him on the phone.
2: Yeah, That would be very interesting. Yeah. I would like yes, to see if um, we can get him on the phone. The primary like, is tomorrow, so yeah, it's got to be quick. I will say, I think if, if you want to, to read into this a little bit, mm-hmm. this is a poll, an internal poll that came from a rival Senate campaign. Now, when you release an internal poll and you're a campaign, normally what you're doing is you're showing how well the Mm -hmm. race is going, right? Mm -hmm. However, in this particular case, they are motivated to get Trump's endorsement because all three candidates have been running as, I'm the most Trumpish. Like, there's not... They're all saying we are super tight. We'll do everything we can to support the president. They're all saying that. So here, if you're a rival campaign... And you leak out there, hey, there's a poll showing us behind you, br- and then you are successful to bring Donald mm-hmm. Trump into the race a day
0: before the election with a tweet saying, "Don't vote for this guy." It could
5: be a good strategy.
0: It could I mean, be a why, good strategy. Why don't vote for this guy? Why not vote for this guy? I
2: well, I mean, I think that would be their preference. Whoever leaked that poll, um, but I, you know, this is a situation where I think they are they legitimately think. They can win this race with either of the other two. They think they could lose it with Blankenship. They will lose it with Blankenship. I think they probably will. Because, God, imagine, remember, mm-hmm. if he wins this, he was in third place and then is rewarded with China people, right? Mm-hmm. So, what is he going to do when he gets into the actual election? He's just going <laughs> to oh keep my ramping God. this up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: kind of why I want to vote for him. Well, you know I kind I, of want to vote I for him cuz it's just no. no, it's just did you see Stephen Hawking? You know what his last words were? I mean his last written words? No. Basically, we live in the matrix. He he has gone off of the bubble universe theory, you know, the multiverse theory, and he says that he thought that we were living in some sort of a projection, a uh, some sort of a, a a two-dimensional that seems three-dimensional hologram. That's, wow. That's really where he was mm-hmm. in the end. I'm starting to believe that. So if we're living <laughs> in the Matrix, let's make it entertaining. Yeah, because what does it matter? Yeah, What does it matter in the end? All right, let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this half hour. It's LifeLock. More than a million children were victims of identity fraud in 2017. Children. Now, why? Um, because... Well, there's two reasons. One, the person who steals the identity knows they're not going to get caught for a very long time. And the second is the most common perpetrator was a family friend. How sick is that? With limited to no financial history, children are the most likely to become victims of, uh, you know, new account fraud. And they're not going to realize it until they apply for a credit card or for a loan years later. And then it's done. There's so many threats in today's connected world. It takes one weak link. One, and criminals can get in. That's why there's the new LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. It adds the power of Norton Security, and it will help protect you against the threats to your identity and your devices that you can't easily see on your own. And if you have a problem, the great thing is, is they have the people that are going to work to fix it. Now, nobody can stop all cyber threats or prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But with the new LifeLock with Norton Security, they're able to uncover the threats that you might otherwise miss so protect yourself protect your family go to lifelock.com or call 1-800-LIFELOCK and use the promo code back get an additional 10% off your first year it's promo code back additional 10% off 1-800-LIFELOCK 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com promo code back
2: Glenn Beck Mercury
4: Glenn
0: Beck. All right, so you you take the lights out of the pool. Let's just say
4: mm-hmm.
0: you take the lights out of the pool, and uh, you put them up, and you're like, "Okay, don't touch anything. I'll be back later tonight. You know, to, I'll do this tomorrow." And I told my wife, "I'll be back this afternoon, and I'll, I'll, I'll you'll be here to save the day. I'll be here to save the day." <clears throat> so, my wife, she just writes to me, and she said, "Are you talking about this on the air?" I'm like, Yes, next text. I've already just replaced one, and it's working. It's fine, okay, wait, <laughs> no, <laughs> wow, that's okay, uh makes you feel so like a man doesn't it does it? Mm-hmm. it really does it mm-hmm. does. I'm you know I'm like, okay, I'm freaked out by the electricity and the water thing. Well, I'm gonna go by you know Leslie's pools today and talk to him a little bit, you know a little one-on-one guy time you know talking about pool lights mm-hmm. and uh, then i'll come home and i'll do that no nah, she just opened them up replaced them sealed them back up put it in the water turned it on It'll be yeah in- it
2: works It'll be interesting to see if they mysteriously fail when you jump in
0: <laughs> 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 if i die of electrocution <laughs> if you ever hear that i am in the pool it was my wife who did it mm i would have i would have actually believed that before the whole life-changing thing but now i really believe it (laughs) honey pool's fine yeah we we haven't checked it yet and it's uh it's great hop on in yeah i think that's what's happening
2: so uh do you know anything about these primaries tomorrow other than blank and ship saying china china people we have this we have indiana which is a three uh, three person race as well. Which I mean, I would really like to hear at World of Stew. Tweet me who you think is the good one here in both of these races and any of the other primaries that going I'm on. I'm
0: looking on good ones, yeah. except for except for my my town, my my state. You know, it's like mm, if I'm not voting for you, I'm not going to advise you. Yeah, because I mean, you can get obsessed by these
2: each individual Senate race and. I mean, it's important. And Obviously, really control important. of the of the Senate is really important. Making sure you have someone who reflects your values is really important. If you don't you like China do people, it. you have your guy. <laughs> you know, right? right. <laughs> I mean, that guy—that is clear. That much we know Yeah, about That guy's this race. That's clear. I can't imagine there's another person who's going to come out less uh, pro-China people than yeah. than Don Blankenship. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I do that guy ran like the sixth largest coal company in America.
0: Now you. you you may argue he didn't do it very well, and that's what the justice system <laughs> argued. It was but yeah, he didn't run it really well. That's why he ended up in prison. <laughs> yeah. so there were some <laughs> it's issues. It's like, I run a pool company. Of course, I just electrocuted my family in the pool, but I still ran a pool company. <laughs> now no. <Okay. laughs> not really a
2: good commercial, <laughs> right? but still, it's hard to imagine. I mean, just, just by watching the commercial, it's hard to imagine how he could run a company of any sort. <laughs> I think we should
0: start looking for the worst people. The worst candidates. I think we should start. And he's hard to beat. Mm. But I think we should look for the worst candidates. Now, that being said, I want to do a fair interview with Blankenship. <laughs> if he'd come on tomorrow, I really want to know the China people. Thing. Is that real? I mean, is that real? Yeah. or is Because it, if it's not real, that's a great ad. Glenn Beck. Mercury.